one that was a favorite of mine. It was podcast from Pop Up Archive. On <laughs> <laughs> a tower twenty miles away from me, the first atomic bomb waited in its cradle. A two billion dollar baby waiting to be born. The grizzle blew harder. A desert coyote howled in the distance for the last time. And just at that second arose from the bowels of the earth a light not of this world, the light of many suns in one. That's writer William Lawrence describing the first atomic blast. He was there when the U.S. held tests in the New Mexican deserts of Almogadoro in July of 1945, less than a month before the country dropped bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. At the time of the blast, Lawrence was the sole reporter for the Manhattan Project. But when this recording was released in 1950, Atomic Bill, as his New York Times colleagues had nicknamed him, had taken on a less distinguished role. He was giving science lessons to Bob Hope. Now wait a minute, Bill. Hold everything. What's a neutron? We call this program the quick and the dead. And this is Bob, E equals MC square, Hope speaking. In the summer of 1950, NBC released a four-part radio series called The Quick and the Dead, a, quote, document for the ear on atomic power, its history, its technology, and its applications, both peaceful and violent. Bob Hope was the host. Yes, that Bob Hope. A Hollywood actor, an incurable comedy cheeseball. And the result? Edutainment at its vintage finest. In the documentary, Hope, playing the part of the everyman, takes on Lawrence as his science tutor to walk him through the basics of atomic energy. But scientists tell us that even the sun won't last forever. It is constantly burning itself out and will die in about 50 billion years. Would you say that again? I said, the sun will burn itself out within the next 50 billion years. Oh, you scared me. I thought you said 50 million. Don't let it worry you, Bob. The story that Lawrence and Hope are telling passes through lots of different moods. There are funny scenes and scenes of suspense and giddy triumph as the two talk about America's scientific breakthroughs. Other times, they tell the tale of nuclear energy almost as a romance. They had done it. It was 3.30 in the afternoon of December 2nd, 1942. A self-perpetuating chain reaction had taken place. Professor Wigner surprised for me and brought forth a bottle of Italian wine he had been hoarding. And a group of tired but excited scientists drank a silent toast to the atomic age out of paper cups. Another thing that struck me was just how, frankly, Hope talked about weapons of mass destruction. The only thing we've got to sell is that atomic energy is darn toot in our business. And if anybody is going to keep the world from blowing itself up, it's going to be nobody but you and me. His honor, the American voter and taxpayer. You've got to remember that this documentary was made just after World War II, at the beginning of the Cold War. 
The Soviet Union had just finished making their own atom bomb, so the American families huddled around their radios listening to this special must have been constantly terrified. You're probably thinking, of course, this documentary was made to calm everyone down. But also, here's hope. Talking about the world blowing itself up. And the jokes he's making aren't ironic. Today, even the David Lettermans of comedy couldn't not talk about nuclear destruction without a hint of satire or cynicism. Hope's attitude comes out of a time in history when atomic energy was more than just a threat or something to fear. Nuclear weapons had played a huge part in ending World War II. The whole mass destruction idea was pushed to the back burner as America sat back and marveled at its technological achievements and their peacemaking benefits. But just in case you were wondering, the writers did add a healthy little dose of terror in the documentary. Here's a quote from Albert Einstein, read by actor Paul Lucas. Radioactive poisoning of the atmosphere and hence annihilation of any life on Earth has been brought within the range of technical We are here to make a choice between the quick and the dead. That is our business. You can listen to the whole two-hour series of The Quick and the Dead from the broadcast archives of WILL and Illinois Public Media at popuparchive.tumblr.com. Popcast is a podcast from Pop-Up Archive. This week's episode was written and co-produced by Emily Saltz and edited by me, Eliza Smith. Thanks for listening.